Rabotai, <coughs> tonight we learn saying like this. He says, The mitzvah Talmud Torah Kulam. We know that. At all the mitzvot, Salim, at all the mitzvot, which is the greatest mitzvah? Talmud Torah Kenei Kulam. Any mouth that speaks Torah, any mouth that speaks Torah, he learns Torah, the more you learn, the more life you have. Like it says, This is our life, this is our longevity. Yeah? See, the problem is, people think that Torah... Learning Torah, oh, I get a lot of Olam Abba, you're right, you do. You're right, you do. A person that's going to learn a lot of Torah in this world, like it says, Ashrem Misha Maloba Torah, Veosena Haruel Yotro, praiseworthy a person that learns a lot of Torah, and of course, the more we learn, the more Schar we get Olam Abba. But there's a big mistake that people don't realize that Olam Azeh, in this world, can someone shut that door, Mike? Can someone shut that door? In this world, the, the life that a person has because you're learning Torah in this world is a different life. You know, people, there's, there's wajaras, you know wajaras, big, big headaches. But when a person clings to the Torah, automatically, his headaches go away. Now what do I mean by that? Automatically his headaches go away. He realizes, imagine a guy, he's working all day, and then all of a sudden he sits down with the Gemara, Rashid, Tosafot, and he just, his mind is off of everything, and just Torah, wow, 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 he, he lived a different life, he all of a sudden, he tastes the, the, the Torah, in his life, it's a whole different uh, being, and it's the same thing, I remember Rabbi Suri would say over, you know, when we went on Shabbaton one time, and uh, you know, the husbands and wives were all sitting down, and there was a Saudash Tishi, and he got up, and he said, sometimes I have it, and you know sometimes how it is if you're a Rebbe and Rav. Uh, you ask the guy, how come you couldn't come today? And every day, you know, you ask the, I see the guy every day, how come you're not coming to Shurim? Rabbi, I have to be home with my wife a little bit, I have to this. Then he goes speak to the wife. Rabbi, he drives me nuts at home, this, that, he's going good. says, first of all, the wife will enjoy it more. The fact that a husband learns Torah. The wife will enjoy it more, the fact that her husband's learning Torah. She enjoys it. Oh, my husband's learning. And then he comes home, and he says, what did you learn? And he says, oh, wow, wow. Whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, he becomes calm. I told you a story about the Hazon Ish. Famous story, the Hazon Ish. It was one time, very, very rainy, pouring down rain like crazy. And there was one Rav that would travel about 20 minutes to the next uh, 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 town over to give shiur. So he came that day to the Hazonish, and he asked the Hazonish, Hazonish, today it's pouring rain. I, I have 20 guys in the shiur, but today being the fact that it's pouring, 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 pouring rain, I don't believe I'll have uh, a lot of guys. The Hazonish says, how many people do you think you'll have? How many people do you think you'll have? So he told them, for sure one. He says, Kedai to go. It's worth the guy. He says, why? What do you mean? See, because that one guy, when you give shi'ur, and the shi'ur is done, he's not the same person before the shi'ur and after the shi'ur. 
He's not, he's a different guy. A guy who comes learning Torah, he comes in, comes out a different person. It's like a factory. He went to a factory, they uh, formed him a different formation, and he walked out a different person. How much could it last? Who knows, but at the end he's a different person. He's a different person. Chazonish used to say, when you see a person learning Torah, a Tamid Chacham, he said, a Tamid Chacham, when he walks, you should know you're not seeing a human being. You're seeing an angel in a body. You heard that or no? You heard that? Again, Hazonish would say over. When you see a Tamir Hacham walking, don't think you're seeing a human being. You're seeing a Malach in a human being. But I'm talking about a guy who's learning Torah day and night, day and night. I didn't say that, my. I didn't say that. I'm saying any Tamir Hacham, you see him, a real Tamir Hacham, he's sitting down, steiging, learning this, that. Just know. This is not. You know why? Very simple why. Because all day learning, what is he thinking about? Hashem, how can I improve? How can I this? How can I that? That's what, he, what do you think he's doing? What do you think he's, he's thinking about what? And even, I saw one time a sefer, said if you see Tamir Acham eating a big meal, you know, he has like a whole, whole big meal and he's sitting down, breakfast, alayani, alarasi, the whole thing. He said, Dan lechav because he should know he's doing it for sure, Lashem Shamaim, in order to have strength, in order to learn stronger Torah. Yeah? That's what it is. And Abotai, it's the truth. A Tamir Hacham sitting, and not only that, people think that, oh, I can never be a Tamir Hacham. I can't this, I can't that. It's not true, first of all. It's not true. You sit down and you plug. Rabbi Miller used to say, listen, a guy, he has Sundays, he has off. He has the nights, he has, goes to learn. The morning, he has to learn. How many times does he have to learn so many slots of his, of his life that he has to learn? If you would take advantage of it, you know how much Torah knowledge you'll have? Yeah. This is what Pelayot is teaching us. I, um, <coughs> he writes down, He says, He says, is like a hose cleaning out the guy from the Tum'ah. You heard? You heard? He says, Torah, so he writes. He says, Skiluta, the segula of learning, she tavlin la yetzara, it's a medication for the yetzara, umeva'eret ruach ha-tum'ah min ha-adam, and it burns the Tum'ah from the human being, v'tiharovikindesho. This probably writes, he's not lying to you. He's mitaherim. And he's Mekadeshim. Imagine you sit down and you learn. Ba, 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 ba. You're being tahor. It's like a super soaker cleaning out the Tum'ah. It's like a guy. You ever have it in, uh, on the outside of the house? You ever see, what is it called? The power wash? Yeah. yeah. You ever see the power wash? All of a sudden it's all black. The bricks are all black. He does the power wash. Now it becomes normal again. A person, when he learns Torah... Boom, it's like, a, it's like a power wash. Cleans, his, uh, cleans the neshama. Power wash. Now pending, how strong he's learning as well. It says, the Ariza would say, he would write in his sefer, when the Ariza will learn, he would sweat. He would sweat. We over here, what do we do? Guy gets a coffee, sips the coffee. But, hey, how about I need to go all this? Da, da, da. He takes it, huh? The Ariza used to sweat when he would learn. I remember how to Rebbe Mordechai Lamit. 
Rav Mordechai Lam, and I was learning Torah, and I first got to his shiur, and you know, after everybody sits down, they ask the, the rabbi a question, or two of this, that, that. So I remember the first week, I met my Havruta and I, we went to see the Rebbe of Lamit, and we're sitting there, and uh, he says, uh, any of you two, Havruta, uh, you guys have a, a, a kashi, a good, 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 a good question for me, in the Gemara, and to support something? So I told him, yeah, Rabbi, I have one. He says, Mechavon. So I'm sitting down with Havruta, I tell him the question, he looks at me, tells me, did you uh, sweat over the question? I said, sweat? No, what are you talking about? I'm looking at him like, what are you talking about? No. So he didn't sweat over the question, and he's asking me a kasha, and he didn't sweat over the Gemara and the to ask me this kasha, go back, go back and learn the sugya again. Go, get out, go learn it again. I was like, Rebbe, he was very tough. I was like, well, I don't understand. What do you think? I told him like this. What do you think? All the, uh, uh, the Kovea guys that come to you, you think when they ask you a question, they sweat it before they ask you? He said, of course they do. I said, I can guarantee not. Chas he tells me, I'm not Makaba Rashad Hara. Go back, learn the sugya. Don't sweat it out. I don't care. A person has to know. Torah is not a, not a game. It's not a thing, okay, I'm in the mood today, I'm not in the mood today. The guy, oh, Rabbi, okay, I have time today. Whatever, the guy calls me up. Sunday one time, I remember I was sitting down learning. All of a sudden, I had a, two, three guys, very good. I compliment them, very, very good. Sitting down, they come, Rabbi, we want to learn with you today. So, Bechavod, come sit down and learn. So, I said, how come every Sunday you don't do this? He says, because today, Rabbi, this Sunday, to be, I'll tell you the truth. My wife saw me in the house, so she said like this. Either you're going to babysit, I'm going to go do the errands, or you got to go do something, because if you're here, I'm going to tell you, babysit. He said, Rabbi, I'd rather go sit in the Midrash than babysit. It's too crazy. My kid's driving up the wall. I said, listen, it's very good. But at the end of the day, what is the guy doing at the end of the day? He's using, oh, I'm free now. I'm free now. I'm free. I said, but I'm free. Let me go catch the rabbi. Rabbi, you can call in. Let me go learn with you today, because I'm free. Now, don't get me wrong. You should always do that. You should always do that. Anytime you're free, come, come to the rabbi. Come learn every single Sunday. Every, always do that. But I'm saying this also, you have to understand that it's not only when you're free. It's even when you're not free. It's even when, you, when it's hard. And it's even when you have, your, your, you have a, 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 a basketball game and, and it's interfering in your, in your learning. Say, listen, I can't play ball today. Why not? I have to learn Torah today. This is where it's at. HaKadosh Baruch Hu judges everybody to, to how far and, and how much he pulled through with the Torah learning as well. And it happens to everyone. And also when you're learning, how focused are you in learning? Or you like spacing out half the time and you come back in and you have the time. At the end of the show, oh, I learned one hour. It's very good again, don't get me wrong. But isn't it better if the guy's learning anyway, he might as well pull, 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 pull his full guts. The Isaac would say, that learning Torah is like cracking a nut. You know, not like a pistachio nut. Take a pistachio nut, right? How hard is it sometimes to, to crack it open? It's hard sometimes. Sometimes you have it hard. Same, same thing. Learning Torah, sometimes it might be hard. But at the end of the day, once you crack the, the, the koshi, the harness, then you get to the sweet. Huh? Then you get to the sweet stuff. Therefore, a person, it says, Pat tishan, eat bread, sleep on the floor. Right? What else does it say, Rabbi Franco? Hayetzad uh, water, water measurement. What else? Sleep on the floor. And if you do all that, 
And wait, um Torah ta'amir, you got the main thing. Um Torah ta'amir, and you learn Torah ba'amilut, you learn Torah amir, it says, Asherecha, ve'imata osek if you do that, if you do all this, Asherecha ba'amazeh ve'tona alam abba, praiseworthy in this world, and tov alam abba in the next world. Now let me explain this very, very clearly. I saw one time in the Sefer, some of the Sefer, it says, this is talking about if you have to do that. Meaning, even if you, if you don't have to do it, but even if you have to live a life of what? Of Tsar to learn Torah. It's worth it. It says, why? Why does it say, Imata Osekin? Just say, If you do that, Isn't the Fikab what teaching you what to do? So why are you saying, if you do that? Hear that? You know what the answer is? Should I tell you the answer? Because the Hazon Ish says, Hazon Ish says, the only way a person is going to really taste the Torah is he sits there and what? And he's amel. And he's amel. And he's working hard, working hard, working hard. Eventually, he's going to taste that sweetness. It might be hard in the beginning. Like the, like the, that is ourselves like a nut. Might be hard in the beginning. But at the end of the day, guaranteed you're going to taste the sweetness of the Torah. Guaranteed. Look at all these guys sitting down. How many years they're learning? And they're still learning, and they're still learning, and they're still learning. Why? Because they got to the level of enjoyment of the Torah. And I'll end up with this. I remember one Avrech. We had, we had him here for the Ben Azmanim Kolil. And I was uh, testing myself to see how many hours I learn compared, of course, you don't compare yourself, I know, I understand, but in any case, I wanted to see this Kolil guy. I, I see him in the Ben Azmanim Kolil that we had over here. I wanted to see how many hours he learns a day. And I was shocked. I was shocked at the number he said. He said, a day... Over 13 hours at least. Wow. Net, I'm talking about. Net. I'm not talking about sitting in the Ben Midrash. I'm talking about sitting in the Ben Midrash and learning. Okay? Learning. 13 hours a day net. You know what's going on? I said, what? Tell me your schedule right now. So I'm giving him the paycheck for the call. So he's sitting down. I said, I'm not signing until you tell me the schedule. <laughs> tell me your schedule. And he's sitting in my, in, my, in my living room and he's talking. I'll, I'll say his name, but I'll, say, I'll tell his name after. I'll tell you after. I don't want to be on uh, recording to say this, but... This is what he tells me. He said, he wakes up, he wakes up at 7 o'clock, early in the morning. What? <laughs> Isaac Shrem takes care of it. But, yeah. Anyway, so, um, don't worry, we have good guys. Don't, anyone in this business, Madam Kolel over here now, the top guys, you want a sponsor, let me know, I'll hook you up. Anyway, says like this, says like this, he says he wakes up, 7, he's learning, let's say, he prays, let's say 6, 6.30, he finishes 7.30, he learns from 7.30 to about 9.30, two hours before he even starts the, the seder. That's two hours already. Now he learns from 9.30 to about 1. After that, he has a quick breakfast, whatever, thing like that. All right, quick in and out. He learns from 9.30 to 1. How much is that? It's three and a half hours. Plus, that's five and a half hours. Now, even in the, he goes, gets a quick lunch, and he learns again from about 2 to 7. So you're ready about eight and a half hours? Huh? Ten and a half hours. And then at night, he goes home from seven to eight or something like that to, to see his wife and kids. Of course, he takes care of them and everything like that. And night goes from eight to eleven. Thirteen and a half hours right there. You hear what's going on? And he's learning. So I looked at him, I said, how did you get to that level? You know what he tells me? He said, I was never like this. He said, I was never like this. In the beginning, I wasn't like this. But I got so into it. When you get into Torah, it's so sweet. It's so sweet. I couldn't stop. Ba, 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 ba. I couldn't stop. 
The Ola Chaim from Benaliel, the Rosh Hashiva of Migdash Melech. What would he say? Every time he came twice a year from America, he lives over here, he lives in America. The yeshiva was uh, Mikdash Melech in Israel. He came twice a year for a week, one week, one week. And every Seudash, this was his speech, right? He said, Torah. He said, he said, he said, if a person, or Chaim HaKadosh says, if a person tastes the sweetness of the Torah, he'll go mishugana, he'll go crazy of the sweetness, so good, so tasty, it's like a guy, you know, sometimes I, uh, guys can understand, you know. He has a crazy uh, steak with the sauce, and this guy is ready to cut it in, and it's juicy, and, and you see the meat juice coming out. Oh! We're talking about Hanukkah now, a guy has a jelly donut, the, 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 or he likes jelly, I don't know, custard, it's oozing out. Oh! Or the cream, or the, like they have all these different, 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 uh, different, different, how many other donuts they have? I walked in, I walked into the bakery one time, he gives me the menu. I said, what is this, a menu in a bakery? He says, this is just the menu for the donuts that we have on Hanukkah. Uh, cheesecake donut, strawberry shortcake donut, lemon meringue pie donut, uh, hazelnut cream donut, uh, uh, milkshake donut. I said, Oreo cookie donut. I was like, what's going on over here? 18 donuts. The craziest. So a guy who has a ta'ava, who has a crazy ta'ava, eats, eats, eats. He gets addicted. Look at the people, even for money. Even for money. He tastes the sweetness of money. Oh my goodness. The guy's a workaholic. Hello, remember, Hashem gives you the money. But the guy's working 24-7. He does it. can't stop. He can't stop. I told you this one time. I went the other week. This past week, I went, uh, I went to, a, to a, I was giving a class in someone's house. And I was speaking about the sweetness of the Torah and how people buy money. They know how to really motivate themselves and go crazy for money. And, and one guy raises his hand, Rabbi, can I say something? I say, yeah, b'chavod. He said, I'm going to tell you a true story. So I, I, have a, I have a very big, big uh, uh, friend of mine, very, very nice friend, and I walked into his, his house. He became a very, very wealthy guy in, in the high 20s, very well. So I walked into his house. I saw he has no couch. I said, I don't understand. You're a multimillionaire. You can't afford to get a couch for your, for, for your house? He said, of course I can afford a couch. I get the best. I get the number one couch. I get the, you know, the massage chair couch and the whole nine yards. You just sit down. I get the best one, okay? So, so he tells him, how can you have one? He said, are you kidding me? I'm going to relax from making money? I'm not relaxing. I'm not relaxing. I'm going to continue. It'll make me relax from making money. Imagine. That's how, that's how crazy. Huh? Huh? Albert, yeah. Kiss the couch out of your house, Albert. Huh? Albert, get the couch out. So, so for money, for money, they, they, they can understand for money not to have a couch. You see how much Mesiru Nefesh will do for, 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 for a, couple of, a couple of Benjamins on his face? And how much money could you ever spend anyway? You know what I'm saying? A guy's like, what are you doing with all that money anyway? No, Rabbi, it sits in the banks, I feel good. I feel good. If it's in the bank, if it's in the bank. So what are you going to do with all that money anyway? Albert, what are you going to do with all the money anyway? So at the end of the day, why not? But the bottom line is, you see, a person has the drive for, for money to go crazy. But for Torah... And I'm going to end off with this. Rav Steinman. Everybody knows Rav Steinman. They came out with a book. The Palace is called The Palace. The book. You know they just came out with? It's 104 pages. It's all about Rav Steinman's 104 years of his life. And in one, each page of another year of his life commemorating. And I remember one of the stories. One guy came in. One, one uh, Avrech came in. One Avrech came in. Kolel guy came in. And uh, he said, Rabbi... I'm having a very hard time. 
How do all these rabbis, they, they know there's this page and this Gemara, this page and that Gemara, that page and that Gemara. They know like this, 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 this. He says, let me ask you, what do you do? He says, uh, he says I'm learning this, that. He says, yeah, what does your father do? Whatever. He says, my father, he's in, the, he's in the supermarket business. He says, okay, do me a favor. Go ask him. Does he know every product that's in his store? Every product. From the Oreo, the honeycomb, the honey nut Cheerios, to the Frosted Flakes, to the, to the Malbari, to the milk, and to which... Go ask him. Go ask him. He says, Rabbi, you're right. He knows every single, every single, every item, every product he has in his store, he knows. He says, when a person's full in it, he'll be able to know as well the Torah. You gotta be full in it, you'll taste the sweetness. You'll taste the sweetness of the Torah. Oh, you gotta just, you gotta just dive in, like they say with the pool, right? And the beginning gets cold. In the beginning, all oh, the pool, just jump in. Sometimes it's cold, uh, you know. But if you just jump in, and you go in, and you go in, and you go in, you got to keep on going 24-7 on both sides.